Welcome to Opportunity Odessa, the podcast of the Odessa Development Corporation. I'm Wesley Burnett, and I have two guests with me today, Kirk Edwards of Latigo Petroleum and Renee Earls, the President and CEO of the Odessa Chamber of Commerce. We're talking about great things in Odessa and great things that have uh, been put together in the past that continue into our future, and one of those is the uh, community uh, fund in Odessa that's uh, overseen by the Chamber of Commerce. So we just want to talk a little bit about that historically, how it started and the whole uh, story behind it and everything like that, but also how it fits into where we are in Odessa today. So I'm going to let Renee and Kirk just kind of talk a little bit about that. So we're glad you're here. Thank you for having us. The Odessa Community Foundation was funded in 1999. It is overseen by the Board of Directors of the Odessa Chamber of Commerce. And it was set up as a fund to help projects in the community of Odessa. So most recently, we had the tragedy on August 31st. And Kirk uh, was the first to make a phone call and say, our foundation is perfectly set up to take donations for the families and victims that were affected. And that's where it all started. So, you know, just kind of going back, not to go back to that uh, literally, but, you know, there was a lot going on that day. Lots of calls, lots of texts and everything like that. So uh, for Kirk and for everybody to be able to have the, the frame of mind and the point of reference to say, hey, that's a good a good way to, to direct our efforts in a positive way. So you got to say thank you to, to Kirk for Absolutely. stepping up there and bringing that idea, but well, then moving it forward. What was crazy, Wes, is I was chairman of the chamber uh, probably, what, five or six years ago, and the exact same thing happened to us at the, the same week of, as our uh, annual meeting, and we had three police officers tragically killed in Odessa, and we had people just wanting to do something for those families that week. And again, we had this community, Odessa Community Foundation vehicle set up. Mike George was the president CEO back then. And we were able to uh, envelope and get money into uh, that entity because it was already set up. And it, again, the chamber did a great job having this entity already there. And uh, it's on their Odessa Chamber website. People can click it and they can go to it and, and see how to donate to it, uh, just so we don't ever forget about that in this conversation today. But we've used it several times since then. And again, to have it set up, ready to go, it's 401c3, it's tax deductible, and uh, it just has some really good um, things for us to do uh, for the community if it ever comes up. Kirk was also the chairman of the Chris Kyle Memorial, and that fund was utilized for that as well. So there are many projects throughout the community that, have, that are funded through that foundation. So far, we've raised over 760000 for the victims of the August 31st tragedy. That is specifically to cover funeral costs of those who passed away, as well as medical expenses for the 25 um, victims who were injured in that. We continue to receive money at anything from $5 to $100,000. We have people coming to the chamber giving us cash. We have people, as, as Kirk mentioned, it's on our website. You can pay through credit card. People are very generous, and we know that in this community, but people have also reached out from across the country. Yeah, and unfortunately, too, Wes, you see so many scams pop up when there's a tragedy. And so uh, these GoFundMe accounts, people will create a fake one with the victim's name on it, and they know by donating through the chamber into the community foundation, the money is going to be safe and stewarded. Nobody takes any any fee for it. Um, the, the PayPals and all that other stuff that... Uh, they do with these GoFundMe pages, somebody gets a cut. And so they know, first of all, it's a charitable donation going through the 401c3. 
and secondly that it's going to be stewarded in the right way and Renee I think it'd be interesting for people to know you know what are the plans for that I think the El Paso people uh, with their tragedy a month before ours uh, have, have given us a lot of advice on what to do and not to do to start out with and uh, but that money will make it back into the community at some point. Yes, sadly, the El Paso community already has a blueprint for this. They were on the phone to us that week and have helped us so much, answered so many questions, sent us documentation. Um, right now, there is a task force, if you will, put together of five to seven people that have the skill set to really deal with this, accountants, attorneys. You have to look at the legal issue. You have to look at the taxing issue. We want this to be declared a disaster, so to speak, so that the, the monies that these victims receive, it's a gift to them. It's, it's not something that they have to be as tax dollars. Um, so that committee, that group, will decide the protocol for that. It's not a quick process. It's, we want it to be transparent. We want to be respectful of those donors and those who are receiving the funds. It's a tough, tough uh, oversight committee. Kirk is a member of that committee. Well, and two, uh, we found out there's a national um, victims fund. Yes. And the, so if there <clears throat> are costs to be paid, we can go to the government first because they've got a national fund set up for disasters and things like this that have happened. So uh, you want to get their money in first before this other money comes in and then how do you steward it to the community ahead? And uh, there's a lot of things ahead of us that everybody will need to talk about and discuss. You know, the easy thing is collecting the money. The very difficult task of dispersing the money is ahead of us. But we'll be continuing to raise money. You know, you have 32 people who were directly involved that this fund will help out with. And if you think about hospital bills, funeral costs, that's a tremendous amount of money. And the 700 some odd thousand is so very generous. When you start dividing that out, it becomes very difficult as to who gets what money. And, you know, we don't want them to have a financial burden at all. The, just the mental piece of it, that's priceless. You really can't put a dollar figure on that. So we just want to thank the people of, of Odessa and the Permian Basin, Texas, again, across the country who have, if they've either, they've given us money, they've written cards, they've made phone calls, they've showed up at the chamber with gifts. People have helped in a variety of ways, and these, sadly, these families and victims still have a long way to go. Well, we want to make sure that people know how to get to the, to the site to donate online if they want to, or uh, calls, uh, come by the chamber uh, offices to, to make donations, those kinds of things. So make sure it's clear on how to get to the, to the different areas in order to do that. And there is no cut off on this no. today, right now. No, it's, absolutely it's an not. Open we'll continue to receive thing. dollars. The website is odessachamber.com. It's right at the very top of the website. You can click on that link. You can also come by the Odessa Chamber, uh, downtown Odessa at the Bank of America building on the second floor. You can always mail something to P.O. Box 3626, Odessa, Texas 79760. Again, there's uh, so many groups out there who have had benefits. They have uh, gone out and raised money on our behalf. They have sold T-shirts, hard-earned money for these people affected. And, and just a teardropper, the South Lake Carroll football mm -hmm. team came in town to play with Essa Permian the other day, and the El Paso team that came in to play Permian 
and their uh, teams brought them a check. Yes. I mean, I think that's some I mean, of the neatest South Lake Carroll Cheerleaders sold 1,200 t-shirts um, that came out to $21,000. So the lessons, too, that have been learned. I, I heard someone say it's really brought our community closer together. Obviously, our, our friends to the east and Midland, they were a part of this, and they've been extremely supportive. The entire Permian Basin has banded together to start to help people heal and um it takes a village we must all stay together and you know we're a great community very friendly people and very giving people and that's very obvious in the last month very true well, why don't you give us that website one more time just so people know exactly how to do that and we'll just uh uh, make sure everyone is clear on how to donate if they want to donate yes. and, and where the money's going. www.odessachamber.com, right at the top of the website, you can click on that link. I believe that is a PayPal account, or you can put it on a credit card. You can mail um, we, a variety of ways. You can always call the chamber at 432-332-9111, and we can help you out. All right, Kirk, Renee, thanks so much for being here today. Again, this is Opportunity Odessa, the podcast of the Odessa Development Corporation. You can follow us on Twitter, at Odessa Develop, or like us on Facebook, Odessa Development Corporation. It's been a great show here today. Great, and great thank information. you for having us. Thanks, thanks so for much for having us, for being here. Thanks.